재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. This is Koreascape TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul. Maybe we ought to change this music to Elvis's I'm a Wanderer because <laughs> that's uh, kind of what Mark does. Mark Wilson is here and he's gotten his own little corner to explore the galleries, the exhibits, the curations around the city. It's called Artistic Wanderings. Mark, the wanderer himself, good morning. Good morning, Kurt. Every week. Every week. Can you dig it? You can I can it. dig it. All right. Um, you're in a new corner of the city every week. What, what geographically, where have you been this week? All right. So this past week, I went to uh, the Sangsu area, Sangsu Station Line 2. And the exhibit that I went to is a few blocks outside of Exit 3. You'll go ahead and you'll walk by Tukto Market. Uh, and we'll talk about more about Tukto Market in the mm. future. Later in this segment. Later. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so this is the uh, temporary exhibition of Fish Wu. Mm-hmm. I can't stop saying his name. It's fun to say. Yeah. yeah. Fish Wu. Uh, and he is Chinese, but he's uh, spent a bunch of time in Korea, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, Fish Wu was here. Uh, he's been here for about a year. And I actually want to backtrack a little bit and talk a little bit about the studio. Mm. The studio name is Mini Print, and it's run by Samantha Blumenfeld and Albert Che. And here, why don't you take a look here? Because they are artists themselves. You're take passing me yeah, I'm some passing you some cool art, and we can flip some of these images out on our social media. Yeah, you can definitely check them out. In- intensely, you know, I'm, I recall the, the magazine, Heavy Metal Magazine, um, on some of this sort of cartoonish work. Then there's some very multicolored uh, images of leaves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But some of it's surreal. We are going to tweet it out and send it as we're doing right now. That's right. Good. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, what you see there, and we can talk about the work and you can check online, is that the curators, Sam, she has a background in printmaking. And then Albert Che, he has a background in illustration. Mm. And as you can see here with the work itself, uh, Sam, it's a, it's a multi-layered like, print job. Mm. And it's a, if you've ever done printmaking before, whenever you do layers, uh, you go ahead and you put through one layer, you take it out. Put in another color, print it again mm. through this press. I think a lot of people can relate through graphic design programs yeah. and Photoshop. Right. And this is like old school with, when it comes to layering. And this piece itself is seven layers. So mm. that has just taken a while. On the right side, is, as you can see, is very you know, heavy metal. It's funny because Albert Che, he's a very soft-spoken, very nice, uh, kind guy. But then you see his, his work here and it's very... Oh, it's very visceral, you know, heavy <laughs> Yeah, it's metal. a skeleton. It reminds me of a Grateful Dead skeleton a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, all these images are now out on our social media platforms. Koreascape is the handle. That's Where right. next? And, well, actually, I would like them to go ahead and talk about their studio, Mini Print, and this next audio clip. When I first moved here and Albert and I were married, there wasn't really any community print shops. And it was just a community staple in America. And so when we first were settled here, we did try to do silkscreen printing. And it was so difficult. It was harder to find the inks, all the supplies. We were using industrial solvent-based inks in like these giant like liter cans and using these really like toxic solvents to clean it. And it was just so frustrating that actually I ended up moving into new media. It was just too hard. Yeah, and one of the things that we also want is we want a community print shop that really cares for the people, not just like, what do you call it? Like Like academic. It's like not about like academic art or academic concepts of printmaking. It's more accessible to people who are interested either 
reproduction, addition, or just even just dabbling in art or process. Also that we want that reflected in the, the gallery that we're running. Sounds like a good ethos. I believe so. And not only do they want to do things like hosting artists, but they're also thinking of doing community projects as well, like mm-hmm. community workshops. There's even uh, something that they're thinking about doing an art therapy session, specifically for women with PSTD or trauma or abuse and things like that. I think that's a great thing. That great is a service. that is a, a very needed social niche, I think. And that's I think absolutely right. even if they were to soften it and just do sort of healing art for whatever right. it is that's bothering you, uh, integrate these sort of artistic uh, activities, that would be very helpful to the community. That's right. All right. So next, I would like to actually talk about the exhibition itself. And as we've said several times, his name, Fish Wu, this is his first solo exhibition in Seoul. And it is until November 18th. And actually, in this next audio clip, I actually interviewed uh, three people that went ahead and checked out the words, Kalina, Tina, and Suki. And then here's what they have to say. I think it's great. You wouldn't think it was like watercolors because um, of the detail that he uses. He uses strong lines, strong detail. But overall, I think the aesthetic is clean and calm, like a calm feeling comes over me, especially with the fall, the leaves. The details really capture the moment and the feeling of like the people and the place for the India one and then definitely the tree forest on the side. Yeah, it looked really real. Like I've been in India like 10 years ago and I could just have a look and take a picture, but just a drawing, the scene is like really different. You really in there and take time to capture the moment and you're just uh, in there, you know. There you go. That's so right. uh, some initial reactions to the artwork. It's always hard to talk about visual art on the it radio. Is, yeah. That's why I just want to remind everybody we are sending out at least uh, eight to ten pictures of what Fish Wu has got on display. It's very it's extraordinary work, and the range is quite extraordinary. Well, take a look. I, I put some uh, pictures in front of you right here. Let's mm-hmm. look at the top two mm-hmm. right there. Uh, Kurt, why don't autumn you, just, why don't you uh, describe what you yeah, see it's, there? Yeah, it's clearly autumn leaves. It's very, very col- colorful and detailed. It almost has sort of a blend between a photographic quality and a watercolor mm-hmm. quality to it. That's right. And um, they are from two very separate locations. The picture that you see on the left there, that is actually done here in Namsan. Ah, really? Yes, and the one on the right is done in Singapore. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. very different type of leaves on display. More yeah. of sort of a, 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 a almost a maple leaf uh, type of thing on the left from yeah. Namsan. Very vivid colors. And then if we go ahead and we take a look at the top picture here, this is street scenes in India. I really enjoyed this series. There are several several paintings that he did, but it just kind of reminded me of a. Uh, almost a memory and we're going to get into his method later Mm. but what he essentially does is he goes there with a sketchbook and he quickly sketches what he sees and then he goes back home and he adds the color palette later so in itself that that work and you can check it out online it does remind me a bit of you know there's subtle very specific like details left out kind of like how a memory is you know what i mean i get a real graphic novel vibe from it i mean it's um you know it's impressionistic it's detailed, but it's got this sort of flow as if it's melting in consciousness, you know? Kurt, you are, you're awesome because that's exactly <laughs> – <laughs> because I, I wanted to get into that. That's exactly the background that he came out of. He uh, essentially wanted to become a graphic 
novel artist. Yeah. So if you can see that, man, then he's he'd done be perfect his job. for it. Yeah, he'd absolutely. be perfect for it. Reminds me of some of my favorite graphic novels. There it's, you go. It's, it's this moment rather than just pure information in the frame. Uh, it's there's a whole mood and a whole captured sort of uh, motion. Well, fish, if you're listening, don't give up on that graphic novel dream because Kurt digs it. Now, if we look at the bottom here, this one is quite interesting because it's almost a collage work. Mm. It's a bunch of uh, pages ripped out of his sketchbook. Mm -hmm. And as you, if you can see the color title pages, there. these yeah. are all sort of uh, busts or chest mm -hmm. up profiles mm -hmm. of, uh, you've told me it's, it's, it's Soul Station homeless people. Yeah, it's Drifter, as the title says, it's uh, Drifters in Soul Station. So he went there, captured the moment with his sketchbook came back home and added color later. Yeah, and this image, I really do encourage you, not if you're driving, but do check out our social media. These images are quite extraordinary. The, um, I, I don't know, the, the there's a sense of hopelessness and a sense of disconnect from these uh, portraits, these sketch portraits of homeless people from around Seoul Station. Yeah, it's quite engaging. So if we go ahead and move on to the artist, we've pretty much said a lot of things. He had a, he had a background in graphic design and illustration, uh, he dreamed of creating graphic novels, even filmmaking, and he's traveled all over Asia. And I'd like to play this next audio clip. He's going to talk about how he does his work, essentially. Great. Actually, this is hard to describe how to start. And I feel some connection. It's quite like a miracle. I can't explain clearly, but it's like from the emotional side. So the nature seems... I can feel how people getting older and see the people. Actually, they are another version of myself. That if I saw the scenarist and people touches me, I just started to enjoy it. So you always have that sketchbook. You can just be walking along and you just start. Yes, it's like... Uh, I'm sure your wife loves that. <laughs> it's like a hunter with his gun. <laughs> you shouldn't forget that home. <laughs> You need to carry it anytime. Yeah. <laughs> There's almost a parallel with the way people carry around smartphones and document so many moments, but he actually pulls out the paper and draws it. Just like he said, he says it's almost like a hunter with a gun. He goes out there and because these fleeting moments, they just they just sort of happen mm -hmm. and you have to be prepared. So people have their cameras or their smartphones, but uh, he's he's got a sketchbook. What a talent to be able to capture right. quickly. You're absolutely right. You know, yeah. it, it evolves into these beautiful color things, but when he first starts, it's just a couple of quick scribbles, you mm -hmm. know? All right, so put this in a broader context. What is it, Why is he here, and is he part of something bigger? Or? Well, actually, uh, he was invited by the curators, Sam and Albert, but I want to talk about their setup mm. because this is pretty interesting. This leads me into something else. And this is what I talked about when I wanted to talk about the Dukdo market. It's actually part of this Dukdo program, Dukdo Chunchun, which is, uh, in English, I think it's translated to a new wave. It's a rejuvenation program run by the government. And Sam told me essentially the word is gentrification. Uh oh. There's your, there's your Everybody vocab run. word of the day. Yeah. Chain coffee shops and yeah. penny jumps. Yeah, that's no, no. right. Here it's meant a little different. Right. right. It's the uh, gentrification, the process of renovating and improving a house or a district uh, to, you know, bring up the class a little bit. Mm hmm. And uh, yeah, it's essentially to go ahead and rejuvenate the area immediately around Dukto Market. And what happened is it started in 2016. Seven candidates were chosen, and I believe they were under 40. 
So it had to be kind of like young entrepreneurs. Young energy. Yeah. And these candidates, uh, they were assisted by the government in opening a business. Brewery, Mockley, uh, photography studios, and even this studio here. And the government also supports the first 10 months of rent, which is pretty interesting. And they also offer courses and classes in business training. Very cool stuff. It's interesting to see how art uh, might be a force for positive gentrification through sort of organic grassroots efforts. Another cool wandering, Mark. Thank you for coming in. Uh, No problem, Kurt. And we're back with our global family when Koreascape returns.